0: I'm like, oh, my God, that's a relief. I thought you wanted to watch my 80-year-old neighbor, Annie (laughs) Mae. I wondered how he knew she liked octopus. (laughs) It's like, how do you know that? Tentacles. Hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film I am host JC. With me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show, Lady Wan. Say hi to everybody.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: So, Anna do you have experience with anime did you did you have some weird friend that made you watch some kind of like questionable title that made you feel strange when you were young (laughs) do you do you have any do any tales like that
1: not exactly when I was in high school though I had a couple friends who were super into Dragon Ball Z and they used to talk about it like all the time
0: were you a uh, Z head
1: no 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 I never knew what they were talking about.
0: So your only anime experience is some friends in high school talking about Dragon Ball Z? Yeah,
1: they used to talk about Goku all the time.
0: I bet they didn't Goku to prom with anyone.
1: Rude. I was in a group (laughs) that went with them. And we decided to go without dates, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It was intentional, not sad.
0: The real ball is the Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny because my intro to anime was this anime that I can't remember the name of, but it involved a demon with three penises and a mecha hitler Hmm? with a giant machine that would pleasure ladies and he would harness their pleasure power
1: i don't know how you're the one who knows about this and i'm the one who went to prom without a date
0: and uh i remember the person who introduced me to this kind of stuff was uh my friend's brother who now goes by dj bistro
1: how did this happen
0: (laughs) i remember coming in and going (laughs) what the hell are you watching with hitler's booty machine my god and a friend of dj bistro started a band called hitler's booty machine <laughs> i got no royalties none wow in case you can't tell the only <laughs> title out right now based on an anime the film that we will be fixing today is battle angel Alita.
1: No, it goes the other way.
0: Oh, that's right. I actually read about that. So did I. They switched it around because apparently all of James Cameron's films start with either an A or a T.
1: Well, that's a nice way of saying that he makes T&A movies. (laughs) You told me the story of the war when the ground shook and the sky burned.
0: Of the ones that survived. Who awoke to a different world
1: where the powerful prey on the weak but that's not the way it has to be when I found you your very human brain was miraculously intact it's the loneliest feeling not to know who you are in time
0: you'll remember is new here. It's a harsh world down here. You gotta be willing to do what it takes. Alita, run! She's the last of her kind. She contains technology that have been lost for 300 years. Let me show you something. This body,
1: I feel a connection to it. I can't explain. You know more about me than you're saying.
0: Alita, some things bit been left forgotten. Oh, then I'll find out for myself. She's threatening the natural order of things. I need you to destroy her. Alita, they will come for you. I'll have to
1: face them head on. I'm gonna need you to stand way back. Tonight is not a game. It is a hunt.
0: Okay, so this film is based on a manga called Gunmu, which literally translates to Gun Dream. Of course, it was a Japanese cyberpunk manga. Uh, it was created by Yukito Kishiro and it was published in something called Business Jump magazine <laughs> from 1990 to 1995. <laughs> Business jump. (laughs) I love it. So there were nine volumes of this comic. There was uh, an OVA release of this, of just the first two of the nine volumes of the comic. Uh, That came out in 1993, and it was called Battle Angel. This film has a lot of shot by shot recreations of scenes from that OVA. This one was directed by Robert Rodriguez and it was written by James Cameron and later Collagridis Collagridis Gratis, cala I don't know <laughs> Cala, whatever you wanna. And it was produced by James Cameron and John Landau. This movie was originally announced in 2003 Whoa. and it was uh, yeah and the movie was delayed and delayed and delayed because James Cameron was working on Avatar at the time and of course he's working on 25 sequels. <laughs> so finally James Cameron is like finally I'm not going to end up making this movie. I'm going to give it to Robert Rodriguez of Sharkboy and Lava Girl fame. <laughs> all right. So he made all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> of um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Banda. Uh, what, f- what are all the ones with Antonio Banderas? There's two of them. Um,
1: Isn't it El Mariachi? And then what is the other one? Uh, Mas Mariachi. I don't know what it
0: is. <laughs> 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 Yes, El Mariachi and Mas Mariachi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, uh, Desperado. Desperado is the other, yes. Desperado. Um, He also is one half of From Dusk Until Dawn. He also did Planet Terror in the Grindhouse double feature with Quentin Tarantino. So Robert Rodriguez, known for his creative editing and kinetic style. So this film stars Rosa Salazar as Alita, Christoph Waltz as Dr. Dyson Ito, Jennifer Connelly as Chirin, Mahershala Ali, who is in everything now. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you agree with that? He's
1: yeah, like, dude is getting work.
0: He is saving his pennies. He, he doesn't want to end up <laughs> another <laughs> Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Mahershala Ali as Vector, Ed Scrain as Zapan, Jackie Earl Haley as Gruishka, Kean Johnson as Hugo, Jorge lendenborg Jr who if you listen to screen fix you remember him from Bumblebee and uh, others
1: and the rest
0: and an Ed Norton
1: Shit.
0: <gasps> it's a surprise at the end oh my god the surprise is that Ed Norton is still getting work <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to go see this movie were you familiar with any of this before you went in to see it?
1: I- knew that this movie was one that they couldn't have made until somewhat recently i understood that it was a project people wanted to make but they needed to wait for technology to catch up with their imagination
0: i think that was mostly james cameron wanted to wait until the technology caught up because this could easily have been like a normal person with some like they've been doing this kind of like prosthetic stuff for a while i think uh madman cameron was really pushing for this. Like, the reason why this never gets into Uncanny Valley territory is because Alita's eyeballs have nine million polygons in just one iris. So, there's an article in Vulture magazine that says that Gollum's eyes, which looked really good in the Lord of the Rings films, only had 50,000. Oh. Alita's have nine million
1: shit if you can make the audience believe that that character is real in a tight close-up and frankly what are the only people that i trusted to be able to do that
0: cool so how was the theater what was the vibe in there
1: um the guy sitting two chairs down for me had a blanket so i was pretty jealous of that move um (laughs) he looked so cozy
0: blanket angel (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's so dumb (laughs) I saw this
0: one, as I do often for this podcast, uh, by myself. Directly after a doubleheader of kickball. I do play adult league kickball. Completely sweaty, sitting in the corner. Uh, Usually that wouldn't concern me, except I was still sweaty when I left. And I was hoping nobody thought that I was getting sweaty during the movie.
1: Ew, gross.
0: Right? (laughs) I mean Alita kind of did look like a Japanese sex doll But I just really didn't want anybody Like associating my sweatiness With with that fact
1: Well you brought it up so now we're all doing it
0: Alright but I actually enjoyed this movie But uh, why don't you lay on us though The fresh hot stats Did everybody else like it?
1: Some people So, this movie opened February 18th at number one for the weekend. It made around 28 million in the US during the three day weekend, but that's the lowest President's Day weekend for the movie theaters that we've had in 15 years.
0: It was no Black Panther from last year.
1: No. It was not. So total U.S. box office, um, because there were some early screenings, is around $43 million right now. And it made another $93 million overseas. But it cost 170 to make. So it needs to make about half a billion dollars to break even. And um, I just don't see that happening.
0: Come on, foreign audience. I kind of want to see a sequel.
1: I felt like I saw half of the sequel in this movie. There was so much going on. <laughs> So much going on.
0: And uh, did audiences feel the same?
1: This movie is only 60% fresh, according to critics, which I think Mm -hmm. is a bit low. But the audience score is 93%, which I think is too high. So I'm somewhere (laughs) in the middle there. Like, I enjoyed what I saw. I was never bored. It looked really cool, but I definitely felt like the story missed some marks, so... We will get into that.
0: Okay, uh, before we do get into that, a lot of people work on a movie, We a, spe- a movie like this with crazy special effects. I mean, some of these actors are sitting there in mocap suits all day, sweating like Jason in a Japanese sex doll movie, and it...
1: you were so gross. I was sweating
0: before I went in. Why don't we say something that we liked about this movie? Why don't you go ahead, Lady One?
1: I guess what I liked about this movie is that the main character was, even though she's like a robot and hundreds of years old the main character was a teenage girl who was a capable character she didn't constantly need saving and i thought that was cool
0: yeah she flirted for a second with born sexy yesterday Mm -hmm. trope but just flirted with it she didn't she didn't really end up there
1: yeah turns out she's more badass than literally everyone in the world so we're fine yeah
0: Turns out her reason for existing is not to make schlubby men feel important. (laughs) Thank God. As a schlubby man, I was a bit disappointed.
1: (laughs) Don't worry. Literally every other movie is there to make you feel good about yourself.
0: Yes. Bring on Fifth Element.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What did you like about this movie?
0: I thought Alita looked amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever believed a completely CGI character more than I believed Alita in this movie. Yeah. Especially a humanoid one, because there's a lot of ways to mask CGI, like make things look like toys mm-hmm. or dinosaur lizards. You know, there's there's things like that. But this was like a humanoid face, mm-hmm. eyes, expression. And that's where we get so messed up when it comes to the Uncanny Valley and never happened for me. I, I thought she looked amazing. Yeah. I thought the Weta people and James Cameron's crew, that special effects crew did an outstanding job. I agree. So before we start fixing, we got to know what this thing is all about. I will read the official 20th Century Fox mini plot description.
1: Okay, that sounds lovely.
0: When Alita awakens with no memory of who she is in a future world she does not recognize, she is taken in by Ito, a compassionate doctor who realizes that somewhere in this abandoned cyborg shell is the heart and soul of a young woman with an extraordinary past. As Alita learned to navigate her new life and the treacherous streets of Iron City, Ito tries to shield her from her mysterious history, while her street-smart new friend Hugo offers instead to help trigger her memories. But it is only when the deadly and corrupt forces that run the city come after Alita that she discovers a clue to her past. She has unique fighting abilities that those in power will stop at nothing to control. If she can stay out of their grasp, she could be the key to saving her friends, her family, and the world she's grown to love.
1: Yeah, some of that happens.
0: That doesn't sound like the movie at all, first of all.
1: Everything I have watched, like the trailers that were on before, <laughs> interviews from the cast, it it all seems like there was this great movie and that I don't know, it got cut up into pieces and what we got was this attempt at it.
0: I'm going to attempt really quickly to clarify that 20th Century Fox thing. Edo finds Alita's head in a junkyard. He puts his dead daughter's cyber body on her. Uh, then he realizes that she's got crazy Martian fighter skills from a, a martial art that is long since gone and she meets this Hugo guy who really wants to go to the Sky City and um, she finds out Ito is a hunter killer who apparently these hunter killers are st-
1: they are bounty hunters.
0: Alita wants to be a bounty hunter too. She becomes a, a bounty hunter. She also wants to help Hugo get to the Sky City. She's going to do motorball and she's going to hunt or kill and she runs across this guy Gruishka and there's also Vector who controls Motorball and it's a bunch of stuff.
1: Yep, that sounds more like the movie I saw.
0: Yes. Let's fix this thing. Are you ready to play Fixerball? Yeah. <laughs> May you stay in the arms of the angels. All right, lady one. Alita Battle Angel, why don't you give us your first fix?
1: So this movie flew through character and plot development at a rapid pace. After seeing it, I read that this was based on four books in the series, and I was not surprised at all. There's so much going on here, and the timeline of the movie is so fast that I really felt like I was losing a lot of the emotional weight of the story beats. So... Dr. Ito finds her head. He attaches her to a body and she wakes up and she's like, cool, what's up? Um, I'm ready to, to go out in the world. And he immediately takes her out. Yeah. Walks her around, tells her about how things go. The second day of her life, he's like, yeah, you can go out by yourself. Just be back before dark. And, you know, she's not. It's happening so fast because, again, there's a lot going on in this movie. There's a part where she hears that people are being killed at night. That's why she can't go out at night. And she's worried that The doctor is doing this killing. She sees he has an injury on his arm and she's kind of sitting there like, oh, he might be a murderer. And I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, if he's a murderer, you should get out of that house. But no big deal because she's known him for like two and a half days. So it's not like this betrayal of their relationship. It's not like she trusted him. She literally says, am I supposed to know you? And he's like, we just met. There is no relationship there. So my first fix would be to slow down Alita's introduction to the world. I would like it so that when he does build her, he's sort of keeping her away and keeping her secret. And maybe she's, you know, watching from upstairs as he helps patients. And then maybe eventually he lets her help some of the patients, but she's not allowed outside. And we get like a Princess Jasmine, like Rapunzel in the tower kind of situation where he's keeping her away from the world because he thinks that will protect her. And then she can be watching the kids out the window playing motorball. And that's, you know, part of why she wants to get out is she sees this boy down there and all these kids are living their lives and having fun and she wants to get out. And then when she does eventually get out and she is not at risk, she's actually more powerful and more dangerous than anybody else out there. It has more impact to the story because she's been locked away and he thinks he's keeping her safe. What really what he's doing is he's keeping everybody safe from her because she's so dangerous and so powerful
0: and she emerges because she sees hugo
1: and he's so cute okay
0: did you find that actor ad- attractive
1: no was he 14 <laughs> uh-uh.
0: i don't i think he's older than that yeah okay. well
1: i was not into it there was like a shirtless scene and i was like mm, no this is not okay i don't know how old he is i didn't like it
0: was that shirtless scene implying that maybe they had done something
1: was it i, I mean she's like a a barbie doll like She's got no parts.
0: She's got a hand, don't she?
1: Yeah, she's got a mouth, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's disgusting. May you stay in the arms of the angel.
1: JC, what's your first fix?
0: Okay, the most obvious thing first. And this is polarizing, I know. But I'm going to try to explain this better than everybody else. I know. It's bold. Incredibly. Alita's giant sex doll eyeballs. Oh I know I know they said that they wanted to give her anime eyes, but the thing is is in the anime everyone has anime eyes cuz it's an anime. Like in this one, they had to force it in because no one else has anime eyes Mm-mm. in this movie. So They even mention in some of the interviews that, oh, eyes are windows to the soul, but holy hell, these are fucking glass-bottom boats. Like, these things are huge, like, just giant, giant eyeballs, right? And it was producer James Cameron's idea, Mm -hmm. and basically, for me, that just comes across as James Cameron's CGI masturbation. He wanted to make her have giant eyeballs and make her completely CGI because he Mm -hmm. could. Because he wanted to, because he has to be the technical master, the special effects master. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing to look at, but what does it add? If anything, it creates more. Problems. Not one person makes a comment about her eyes, but with those eyes, shouldn't she be really conspicuous? Mm-hmm. Especially if Martian warriors had big old eyes. When they show Michelle Rodriguez's character when she's having flashbacks and the other Martian warriors, they have big giant eyes just like her. I get it that that was 300 years ago, but I bet we'd remember that the weapons responsible for bringing down all the sky cities and essentially ending normal civilization as people knew it were petite girls with bug eyes (laughs) like we like
1: someone would have wrote that down
0: 300 years ago is not that long ago we know what napoleon bonaparte looked like and all we have are written descriptions and paintings if she just had regular small eyes to your point she would have been able to blend in easily it makes more sense for people to accept her and allow her to walk around like a normal person Mm -hmm. plus when you do that when you make the eyes big for no reason you rob rosa salazar the actress who's playing Alita, of her due. She's already a beautiful and emotive woman, and she would have done an amazing job without the unnecessary CGI for these giant eyeballs.
1: Yeah, no, that was weird that nobody ever said anything about it. Like, couldn't even Hugo be like, you have beautiful eyes? But anyway, I was reading on IMDb. There's a piece of trivia about this movie. that says, Christoph Waltz was the male lead in Tim Burton's film Big Eyes, about a woman who paints popular pictures of people with big eyes. In Alita, he is the father of someone with big eyes. <laughs> Excellent trivia.
0: May you stay in the arms of the angels. Lady One. Why don't you lay on us your next fix?
1: So I said before that there's so much going on in this movie. The story is, like I said, four books in the series. The first two are kind of her origin story, essentially, and her love story with Hugo. And the second two books are about Motorball. And that should have been saved for a sequel if they were going to pull it off. I just feel like the Motorball made the plot convoluted. So I want to lose the Motorball because... There's just too much going on to have that really serve the plot the way it should. So, I understand that Motorball is there to kind of show us at the end that she's like captured the heart of the city and she might have yeah. all of these people behind her to take on Nova, but yeah. like not really because nobody who's rooting for her in that stadium knows that she's like using this moment to stare down a guy in the sky. Nobody's really involved in this conflict. They're just like, she's fast yeah. and she's real good. Like, they like her. So, if you remove the motorball game. Can have a simplified plot and give everything the way it deserves. So she wants to get to Salem with Hugo. That's what they want. It takes a million credits to do it. He's making his money by essentially attacking cyborgs in the street, stripping them for parts and selling them. And she's h- making her money as a hunter warrior. Within the movie as it is now, Hugo essentially realizes that what he's doing is wrong, that it's killing people or it's hurting people. And he tells Alita that he's so sorry that. He didn't really think of cyborgs as, as people, but now that he knows her, he does, and he thinks he was wrong.
0: Yeah, they have real brains, man.
1: Yeah, but, you know, isn't kind of straight up being a bounty hunter kind of wrong, too, Alina? Like, she's <laughs> also just killing people in the street, and, like, yeah. she knows she's doing it. So... I think that conflict could be a little different. She thinks she's taking the high road, and she's a bounty hunter, and she's doing the right thing. And he's doing it the wrong way. He's being shady. He's just taking people down in the street. But I want Alita to realize that as a hunter warrior, she is serving the factory. She is serving this class system that's keeping this city down. She's actually part of the problem when she's doing this. I want her to realize that that's not actually better than stripping people for parts. And she can have her crisis of character in realizing that she's been used in this way and the two of them can stop (laughs) murdering people in the streets and they can try and galvanize society to stop the system. Sort of like that scene we get where she's trying to get all the other hunter warriors to fight Gruishka. Yeah. That goes nowhere. Instead, she should be telling people that the system is wrong, that it's broken, that it's corrupt, and that they need to bring it down together. And we can have Motorball in the sequel. Maybe they'd get a sequel if they did it this way.
0: That would have been uh, an interesting ending, yeah for her to be putting on her helmet for her first motorball match or even if the movie ended with her winning her first motorball match you know what i mean
1: yeah i think that would be a good way to lead into the next part of her story and for people who were fans of the original ip they would get excited to know that that would be coming
0: and the sequel could be alita and drew barrymore and ellen page
1: yeah i would watch that movie may you stay JC, do you have another fix for Alita Battle Angel?
0: You know I do.
1: Yeah, you better, because it's your turn.
0: I don't think Robert Rodriguez does dramatic tension very well. Okay. Going back and watching all of his films, I just think he's more about style over substance. Mm. And some of that carries over here in what should have been an emotional roller coaster of a film. I mean, everything from the dog scene where the dog dies. Okay. Sh- but Alita barely seems affected by this she's mostly like check it out some blood I'm gonna rub it under my eyeballs like if was, there wasn't the OVA does that scene better like she seems affected by the fact that this dog just got died like it was just this innocent thing it was like that's when she realized that the innocents are preyed upon in Iron City like I just wasn't feeling it even with uh the reveal that Jennifer Connelly was just eyeballs and a brain in a Mm -hmm. tank it was done so nonchalant alita barely reacted to it to the point where it took me a second to go wait a minute that's jennifer connelly because alita barely reacted to it I had to react to it.
1: Yeah, I didn't get it at first. I didn't get it until after the movie was over where I was like, oh, that was her because she didn't show up later. She didn't have the reaction that she should have had. So I assumed that couldn't possibly have been Jennifer Connelly. Plus, she didn't have her
0: eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) It would be funny in the in the tank. It was just a brain, two floating eyebrows and the the eyeballs looking around. So even with Hugo, when she's hanging on to Hugo and he drops, I don't feel much from it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel devastating. It feels sort of like, oh, there he goes. Bye. Kind of makes me wonder if maybe with all of James Cameron's fancy CGI that they just weren't able to kind of give that kind of ugly cry face to (laughs) (laughs) it. You know, we've all got one of those.
0: And the thing is like anime and manga they do terror and they do anger in such an exaggerated way mm-hmm. that it, it nearly bursts out of the frame. Like, you're just like, hold. It. like, people look insane when they're angry and they look insane when they're upset Alita seemed pretty even keel even though nothing going on is very even keel it's very violent Mm -hmm. it is it is dramatic and I I just feel like Robert Rodriguez's direction was not living up to that he like never wanted to make too extreme of a decision even Iron City looks kind of okay Looks yeah. like any city. Ito's little shop is kind of nice. The yeah. streets look pretty clean. Oh,
1: totally. Everybody had clean clothes. There was
0: like street vendors. There's a market. Like this,
1: yeah. this place seemed cool.
0: I would go there. Yeah, these people are like moving around, getting like a Philly cheesesteak Yeah, on the street vendor, you know, <laughs> and then going to check out a Knicks game. I don't know what they're doing. Like it's just, they seemed normal. They seem very normal. And wait a minute, cut it all. that Philly steak and Knicks game? That's very strange.
1: It's the dystopian future. I get it.
0: It looked better than some cities now.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I'd rather go to Iron City than like Detroit. So anyway, so I wanted to up the drama. Mm -hmm. So I wanted the fact that nobody can get up to Sky City to be a huge reveal, a massive reveal. I wanted it to be the big lie of Iron City. I wanted her to uncover this by seeing the most recent motorball champions. And in the film, if you are the motorball champion, you get chosen to go up to Salem. But I wanted her to discover their destroyed bodies... And their brains, just like Jennifer Connolly's brains, just sitting in jars because they have been eliminated. Mm -hmm. People winning the Motorball Championship was a way for Zalem to eliminate the best of the best and to eliminate possible threats to the dominance of Zalem. If all these super talented cyborgs ever teamed up, they might be able to take the city down. Yeah. So instead, they take a page out of. Rome's book, and they instead divide and conquer. I picture a dramatic reveal with screaming and rain. And it's also revealed that you can't buy your way up either. Yeah. And this is where Hugo flips out. Hugo is told this by Alita. And he cannot believe this, that there's no way up. His dream is dead. It sets him crazy. And that's when he decides to take his chances with his new cyborg body. Realizing he can't buy his way in, he takes to that giant tube
1: mm-hmm. and
0: starts running up.
1: That makes so much more sense.
0: And then we get our dramatic ending where he... Dies from the defense ring. Can I also hope for some cry face?
1: I mean, she's supposed to be a teenage girl. She should at least have had one emotional breakdown during this movie. Yeah. I can say that because I had a lot. I got my door taken away when I was 15. Slammed it one too many (laughs) times.
0: That's funny. My younger sister got her door taken away too. (laughs) What is it about girls getting their doors taken away? Like why why, why do girls slam the door?
1: Because we want you to know how upset we are. And we also want you to be that upset. And loud noises are one
0: way to do it. My parents would never take my door off because I don't think they want to see what goes on in there. May you stay in the arms of the angels. All right. So I guess without further ado, we should consider Battle Angel Alita. No. Alita Battle <laughs> 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 Can we just call it Gun Dream? We should consider Gundream slash Battle Angel slash Battle Angel Alita slash Alita Battle Angel screen fix. I gotta read something. We have a listener fix. Here we go. This comes to us from Listener Mai. Listener Mai says, In regards to Hugo, it seems that in the movie he is very naive about wanting to go to Salem since anything is better than the Scrapyard City. But it's more than that and it should follow closer to the manga. In the manga, he was very close to his brother and his brother always talked about Zalem and even built a hot air balloon type airship to reach Zalem. It was their secret project for 10 years. Sadly, the day he was going to fly, his wife tipped off a hunter warrior about his plans so he was killed. He then later finds his brother's hand for sale and tries to buy the hand and get it transplanted on him vector overhears him and that's how he ends up working for him i think that they should have kept the manga backstory for hugo which explained more about his desire to go to Salem and fulfill what his brother dreamed about
1: i like that that's a great fix
0: yeah because hugo's a bit underdeveloped right
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's typical love interest stuff
0: that would have given him a great backstory great job my thank you thank you very much thank you out there if you listeners have any fixes? Make sure that you send them our way. Please do. Lady One, do you have any final thoughts?
1: I do. I had a point in this movie where I just got the giggles and it was not supposed to be funny. When Dr. Ito is telling her that she's actually a a berserker. <laughs> My love for you is like a truck balserker. Would you like some making buck <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just started Clerks. laughing in my
1: scene. <laughs> just that's all i could think of was just that song it's so good
0: Be- uh i have a, a thing i guess um there were some things changed from the manga that i liked for the better and one of those was the fact that in the manga ito actually kills for pleasure ew he's not trying to save anyone He's he's not really in it to earn money uh, he kills for pleasure. He even says on one of the panels, quote, I'm a self-centered man who kills for the pleasure.
1: What a creepy doctor.
0: The manga is really crazy messed up, actually. And the prequel comic about Elita's time on the Martian planet is even more messed up. Ugh. It's like a hundred page manga that is literally an army murdering children.
1: That's a lot of pages. It's disgu- <laughs>
0: It's pretty gross. <laughs> So the film did soften up a few of the rough edges of the manga, which I think really tip into some like really sadistic territory.
1: Yeah. I mean, this was PG-13. We got our one F-bomb.
0: We did. What was it? It was... uh
1: Fuck your mercy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, Alita, where did you learn that word? Right. Nobody has used it this oh entire movie. God. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Who have you been hanging out with, Alita? I'm going to take her door away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, all right lady one why don't you send us home
1: okay if you'd like to reach us here at the show you can send an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com or you can tweet us or follow us on instagram at screenfixpod and of course we're on facebook just search for Screen Fix Podcast. you can listen to the show on libsyn stitcher spotify google play and apple podcasts and we would love it if you would rate review and subscribe so you never miss an episode And uh, tell a friend if you're enjoying the show.
0: We also have a Patreon account where you can donate to the show. We have dreams of keeping this show going for a long, long time, as well as opening a one-screen movie theater to be the home of podcasting and movie marathons and all kinds of amazing movie-related things. So be part of it. Be part of this Screen Fix thing. All right, so let's go ahead and leave everyone with your best, Christoph Waltz, ordering a burrito at Chipotle. Here we go. So I think that I want (laughs) meat and lettuce, bingo. (laughs) You know what? How about no? (laughs) We don't know what we're going to fix next episode. There isn't anything coming out that we feel like we want to see.
1: Nothing fix-worthy. What do you got, people?
0: Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Twitter. Let us know what you want us to fix. This has been Battle Angel Alita. Bye, everybody.
1: No, it hasn't. It's been Alita God Battle Angel.
0: Damn it. <laughs> Was that scene where her boobs got bigger, and Ugh. apparently she was older than Ito thought.
1: That was so creepy.
0: It was very creepy. That's that James Cameron stuff, man. He's sneaky creepy.
1: He is very sneaky creepy.
0: I'm the king of the perbs. <laughs> <laughs>